Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Before kita pwedeng, kunwari, ginayam yung idea ko, before kita pwedeng tasuhan, I have to make sure it's patented na talagang akin lang yung idea. Ayoko. Pero Ayoko. Ayoko. it takes a certain level of like, may qualification before you can patent. May requirements yan. Hindi, hindi ko pa nahawakan yun kasi HR yung hawak ko. My mortal, I'm Stanley Chi, your host for the Underpaid Podcast. It's a pro-employee podcast na siguradong relatable sa lahat ng nag-opisina o work from home. So subscribe to Underpaid and enjoy the show. My mortal, welcome to the Underpaid Podcast. I'm your host, Stanley Chi. Kasama ko ngayong episode si Madam HR at si Papi Lex. Ito ang podcast na pro-employee para sa mga immortal. At uh, we talk about work-related topics in a very light manner na parang nagchichismisan lang tayo sa pantry. Ngayon, ang pag-uusapan natin, sa dami ng mga startup companies na nandito sa Pilipinas, okay ba magtrabaho ron? Ano yung pros and cons? At anong maipapayo natin sa mga immortal kung sakaling nakakuha sila ng isang job offer sa startup company? Alichi! Hmm. Ano ba yung startup company? Yan nga eh. Papilex. Bago natin tanungin si Madam HR, eh, kailangan nating pag-usapan ito dahil ang um, startup companies, may mga biglang susulpot, May mga mawawala, sila'y nagtatrabaho sa mga co-working space tulad ng Wii Remote. Kaya kung naalala nyo, re-record tayo ron. Maraming startup companies na nandun. Ang Podcast Network Asia is a startup company na lumaki, di ba? But not all startup companies, eh, biglang lumalaki ng ganyan. May mga struggles din. Kaya, madam, simulan na natin itong episode na to. Ang mga payo natin sa mga immortal kung kayo, eh, magtatrabaho sa isang startup company. Number one, ano ba yung startup company? Paano ba natin explain sa mga listeners natin? Hello muna. Ang tagal kong nawala. <laughs> Oo, oh, na-miss ka na, Immortal. Sorry na. Sobrang busy kasi, alam nyo ba, nag-work ako sa startup. Oh, Kaya sobrang, startup mo, lumaki. Sobrang busy. Anyway, startup, actually, that term is for 
companies that are in the earlier stage of operations. Bago, sabihin, bago pa lang, bagong bukas, bago bagong... Bago pa lang. Yes. Oo, nag-establish pa lang sila ng MVP ng minimum viable product. They are still trying to test their products, examine the market. Nasa experimental stage sila kung gagana ba tong product na to? How do we shift it to something that people are looking for? Ayan, madalas silang nagsasurvey. Kunwari, kunwari tech startup. Karamihan ng mga users dyan are from their networks kasi they're just starting it out. Tapos, tinatest pa lang nila kung okay. Pero, these are mostly companies that are very scalable. Ibig sabihin, may potential talagang lumaki. Kasi for example, Facebook, Google, they started as a startup. Ang term na startup din kasi refers to companies that has like, paano ba? As in, ma- 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 rapid na growth kasi they are enabled by some sort of innovation. Doesn't have to be technology all the time, pero they're, again, they're, they're being innovative. They're breaking the norms out of this like bigger, more established companies, making it more exciting. Kumbaga, bago ito. Tapos, adalasan, di ba, pag lumalaki ang startup, dumadami investors or inaabsorb ng isang mas malaking kumpanya. Kaya sa lumalaki, syempre, pati yung mga empleyado, mga immortal, sumasama, tumataas ang sweldo nila, nagkakaroon ng panibagong offer. Yung mga startup na inaabsorb ng halimbawa bigger companies, pinagre-reapply ba sila sa posisyon nila or automatic inaabsorb na? That's a rare case, no? Kasi syempre yung, yung mga founders, dahil nakikita nilang effective yung ginagawa nila, they don't easily give in to being absorbed by bigger companies or being bought or yung term nila exiting. Hindi naman kadalasan exit agad yung strategy. They still really wanna make it grow. And, you know, startup founders, lalo na yung mga na-meet ko, no? They have this vision. They're driven by some kind of problem that they want to solve. Ngayon, kung mag-give in ka lang on exiting or selling your startup to a bigger company or magsara ka na panghinaan ka ng loob, sayang naman. Kasi, again, founders and CEOs are visionaries. May nakikita silang problema na gusto nilang isolve. Pero, yung going back to your question, no, if it comes to a point na kailangan nilang gawin yun at hindi nila matanggihan yung offer of a certain merger, hindi naman kailangan mag-reapply. Pero, ang problema, syempre, may team ka. Kunwari, assistan yung startup founder. Meron ka ng existing team. Tapos si Papilex na gustong bilhin yung company mo, meron na existing team. Ibig sabihin, hindi lahat ng galing sa team mo, Stan, pwedeng ma-absorb. May chance na yung iba ma-landit or you know, ma-iba ng function. So, sa case ng Facebook, binili niya yung Instagram. Yan yung sinasabi natin na startup pareho yan eh. Binili niya yung Instagram. So, si Instagram, binenta niya yung company niya kay Facebook na mas lumaki pa ngayon. Pero sa case ng Friendster dati, bibilin sila dapat ng Facebook. Hindi sila ano, oo, hindi sila interested na magpabili sa Facebook. So, ano nangyari? Wala ng Friendster ang na ano, nagtuloy-tuloy Facebook saka Instagram. At nilabanan ng Instagram ang Snapchat. Pati ng Facebook ang Snapchat, pati TikTok ata nilalabanan na nila. Yeah, pero okay, may platform din na ng Facebook eh. Oo, uh, papasok yung understanding talaga ng mga tao who makes that decision kung ano, tama na ba? Ganito na lang ba? Masyado na bang malaki and steep yung competition or lalaban pa? I think 
in that case, no, if they decide to fight and not to give in to a certain merger or being acquired, they have to consider being more innovative. Dapat mag-isip sila ng way para maging mas attractive to users, investors, to creators. Ngayon, creator labanan sa social media world, di ba? They have to be more innovative para matalo nila yung gusto mag-acquire sa kanila. Kasi kung hindi, and they take to their own ways, mapag-iwanan talaga sila. At first nga, nung ginaya ng Facebook tsaka ng Instagram yung ano, Snapchat, parang ang daming pang nainis na, oh, ginaya, ginawang stories na. Hanggang sa ngayon, yung ginagamit na natin, Instagram stories, yung Snapchat, nakalimutan na ata ng tao. Oo, pero walang masama doon ah, kasi kini-integrate lang ni Facebook kung ano yung effective sa market. Yung diba? mga big, sama-sama niya ng lahat. Ang nawala sa sirkulasyon ng mga startup, yung Google+. Kasi clear kung anong difference niya, kung anong purpose niya. Hindi ko nga rin natagalan yun eh. Kasi parang ako, I use Google and Chrome, yung browser, the suite, yung pang-work lang. Pero yung circles, parang medyo redundant na siya if I do this for work or for my friends. Meron naman akong account. So, yun din. I think sa startup, labanan lang din ng paunahan ng ideas. ng breakthroughs. Kaya exciting magtrabaho sa startup kasi lahat ng idea mo, kahit empleyado ka, or kahit nga intern lang eh. Alam mo, interns actually yung mga nagbigay ng idea sa Kumu. That's why it blew up. There's one intern daw that said na parang girl live streaming app that's nag-pivot sila. It blew up. And alam mo yun, mapapakinggan lahat ng ideas mo. And dahil nasa startup ka, it's easy pa to move. Unlike if it's a big company, approve dito, approve doon, kailangan mo pang i-present. Pag sa startup, o oh, sige, try natin yan. Yung mga ano, advantage na sinasabi mo pag nagtrabaho ka sa startup. Yung yes. ideas ng mga empleyado, lahat pinapakinggan. Mas madali yung career mm-hmm. advancement kasi konti lang kayo. Mm-hmm. At saka isa pang advantage nito, Madam HR. Wala kayong uniform, wala kayong dress code. <laughs> Oo. Oh. Diba? Alam ko, advantage yon Walang uniform, walang dress code. Pero pag nagsisimula lang yung startup, naabutan ko yon sa ibang startup na pinagtrabawuhan ko. Wala rin kaming office. Oo nga, kaya kayo nag-ano, diba? nagko-co-working space, diba? Co-working or alam mo yun, kondo-kondo lang. Minsan, may time pa na coffee shop lang. Doon, doon talaga nagsistart. Alam mo yun, kailangan lang talaga siguro may tiwala ka doon sa mga tao na kukunin mo. And yun, if, if there are CEOs listening, the people you hire share the vision that you have. Kasi kung hindi, they're gonna look for, you know, shinier things. Pero if alam nila kung saan ka papunta, kung anong gusto mong isolve na problema, they're gonna stay regardless. Kahit matagalan ka mag-grow, kahit matagalan ka makakuha ng investor, magsistay yan. Ano ba yan? May mga copy-copyright ba yan pag startup? Kunwari, yun nga, may ano kang, iaano kang produkto na... Intellectual property, ganun. Oo, oh, para intellectual uh, property. Okay. Kunwari, gumawa ka ng invention, papilex na ano, yung pagsuot mo yung shades, nakikita mo yung tao pag walang, pag walang damit. Oo, oh, ganun. Kunwari, oh. Hindi, kunwari, parang ganun nga. Kunwari, social media platform si Stanley G. Tapos, meron siyang social media platform ka rin, Madam HR. Tapos, ang ginawa ko, in-integrate ko kayong dalawa. Yun ang ginawa ko startup. Makakaswan niyo ba ako noon? Dalawa, ganun. Oo. Depende naman. Kasi, hindi ako familiar dun sa concept, pero ang tawag yata dun, patent. Kailangan um, mm. mo ipapatent yung, yung idea mo. Again, I don't think you can patent it unless it's proven to be effective. 
may screening pa yan. So, before kita pwedeng, kunwari, ginayam yung idea ko, before kita pwedeng kasuhan, I have to make sure it's patented na talagang akin lang yung idea. Ayoko. Oo, pero Ayoko. Ayoko. it takes a certain level of like, may qualification before you can patent. May requirements yan. Hindi, hindi ko pa nahawakan yun kasi HR yung hawak ko. Pero, baka makapag-invite tayo ng mga taga-legal, no? Kasi baka may mga aspiring Pwede, dito. Sa experience ng mga ibang negosyante na pag merong idea sila, ginaya ng ibang kumpanya, tapos nag-demanda sila, ang gagawin lang ng competitor, magbabayad lang sila dun sa ano. Tapos hindi sila manana- mananalo sila sa kaso. Yo, what's up? This is Real Talk Darbs. Join me as we talk about life, love, relationships, and hear me drop wisdom bombs on every talk. Do check me out in Wisdom Bars, with Real Talk Darbs Podcast. That's Wisdom Wars with Real Talk Darbs Podcast, now part of Podcast Network Asia. Check me out. Yalla, bye! Pagka, usually, nagbabayad pag na-demanda eh. Naglalagay lang sila. Tapos, mananalo sila sa kaso. Hindi na sila, pwede nila ituloy yung ginawa nilang pangkakaya. Kung gano'ng kalaki yung kumpanya mo, gano'ng kalakas. Uh-oh. Pero again, iba-iba, iba-ibang kaso kasi yan eh. Hindi naman, again, yung minimum viable product is always different. Pwede nating sabihin na mag-start ako ng isa pang e-commerce, parang Lazada. Pero ang focus ko mga, parang, parang ginagawa ni Boss Ron, mga podcaster. I'm gonna sell podcast equipment online. Tapos gagawin ko siyang marketplace. Pwede ka magbenta ng mga V8 mic mo na gamit na hindi pwedeng atakihin ni Lazada yun kasi, di ba? Iba hindi naman yung pareho-pareho eh. Hindi oh, ba nalang so, ng konti? Oh. Hindi ako familiar dun sa patent na na discussion sa startups. Pero that's a good question. Baka nga maka-invite tayo ng galing legal to, to discuss that. Yun. So, yung pinag-uusapan natin, Madam HR, kanina, yung mga advantage pag nasa startup. Pero, aminin natin, mahirap kumuha ng empleyado na magtatrabaho para sa'yo sa isang startup, lalo na ang pakiramdam ng mga fresh grad or ng mga ibang kabataan, walang kasiguruhan pag sa isang startup sila nagtrabaho versus dun sa, sabi natin, inoferan sila ng PNG, inoferan sila ng malaking kumpanya na multinational na advertising agency, di ba? Or kung yari, Google Philippines, sinahire ka. Oh. Kaya ano, no, Stanley Chi, yung salary rent, siyempre pag startup, hindi naman ganun kalaki yung ibibigay agad na Oh, sa hotel, di ba? Oh. So, ko yung ano ah, yung cons. Siguro bago kayo sumama sa startup, bago kayo mag-join ng startup, at yung mga kailangan yung isipin if kaya niyo siyang sikmurain. <laughs> yun yung term. Una, yung sabi ni Papilex, di ba? Mababa yung sweldo sa umpisa at least sa umpisa, expect a low benchmark on salaries and much less benefits. Wala pa wage kayo. Minimum wage Pero naman. Minimum. Hindi naman minimum. Siyempre, wala namang papatol din ng minimum na kurari. Engineer or developer. Uh, Pero it's lower compared to others. Uh, Pero, alam mo yun, again, ang, ang panglaban dyan is if, again, you share the vision with the founder. Kung, kung na-excite ka dun sa problema na tinatry isolve ng founder. Pero yun nga, kung ano ka na sa, sa values and sa product or vision aspect ng startup company, you have to expect na minsan it could be lower than what you expect or what you would get from a bigger company. And also, wala pa masyadong benefits. So, you know, they're starting out. Hindi pa naman sila nakakakuha agad ng insurance para sa lahat. Wala pang retirement plans yan. Diba? 
kahit sabi mong nasa startup sales ka, wala pang pakotse, di ba? Hindi pa nila afford. Kasi nga, they're on experimental mode. So, hindi pa ganun ka consistent or hindi pa ganun ka stable yung yung cash flow. Another thing you have to consider is kapag nagsisimula pa lang yung startup, you, you cannot expect work-life balance. <laughs> hindi pa talaga. As in, nung nag-start ako dun sa first na startup ko, no, hinire ako for recruitment. The following week, nag-finance na ako. The following week, nag-payroll na rin ako. Tapos may, may mga araw pa na janitress. As in, ako naglilinis ng office. Kasi wala po kami janitress eh. May times pa na nagiging admin din ako. Kasi ako rin yung nag-aasikaso ng rent ng office. May isang araw na tumulong pa ako sa marketing. Tsaka sa sales. Ay, mayon Parang kailangan nila kasing i-maximize kung anong meron sila. Okay. Especially kapag very minimal pa yung tao, yung headcount. Kailangan nilang i-maximize kung alam, ilan lang yung tao. So, masa-stretch ka talaga. Kuwari, ibang startup na medyo established na they always brag about work-life balance in their company. They always honor, alam mo yun, time for self and, and unlimited uh, leaves and stuff. Pero nagsisimula pa lang yung startup, walang ganun. So, sa pagkakakwento mo sa amin, it's like when you're working for a startup company, para kang nagtatrabaho sa Chinese boss na nasa Binondo. Probably uh, naman. Kasi all around eh. Ikaw yung ahente, ikaw manager, ikaw yung janitor, uh-huh. ikaw yung uh, HR, ikaw lahat, all around kayo. And ang advantage dito pag all around kayo, malalaman mo yung pasikot-sikot ng kumpanyang ginagalawan mo. Pero ang disadvantage, pagod na pagod ka at yung hindi mo na ma-maximize yung strengths mo sa uh, posisyon na inapplyan mo. Pero ano yan? Ang ang reward din siguro niyan kung talagang parehas kayo ng mission and vision ng boss mo. 'Di ba? Kung sumusunod ka talaga doon sa pananaw niya sa mission and vision mo, hindi mo hindi mo iindahin yang mga ganyan. Talagang gusto mo eh, 'di ba? Oo nga, ganun nga pero ang disadvantage, hindi mo alam kung hanggang kailan tatagal yung empleyadong pumapasok sa iyo. 'Yun, oo. Kasi sabi natin 6 months walang pagbabago all around pa rin siya. Hindi man lang ano tas kayo-kayo pa rin, nakikita niya parang walang pagbabago. Eh kahit sino, parang mapangihinaan ng loob, lalo na kung pinirata siya ng competitor na mas may benefits, mas malaki sweldo. Yun lang, Madam HR, di ba? So, pwede ba nating sabihin na kailangan yung may-ari ng startup eh magaling mambola, magaling mag-present ng mission-vision niya at uh, makuha niya yung kapareho niya ng iniisip na vision talaga. Yun din, siguro kapag yung mga startup founder, I can just imagine how hard it is to hire people from from the onset, yung unang team nila. Ang hirap nun kasi wala ka pa masyadong ma-offer eh. The only thing you can offer is their, you know, their vision. The only thing you can offer is what their plans are. So on the employee side, yung mga nag apply another thing you have to consider if you are joining a startup, risk talaga siya. Kasi... Yun nga eh, it's an idea. So, kayo yung maglalatag nun together. So, pagdating mo dun, tapos hindi siya nag-workout. Kunwari, mali pala yung market, nagkamali yung research, hindi masyadong, alam hindi pala masyadong mabenta yung product na sinimulan ng founder, ng boss mo. You have to accept the reality na may mga buwan na wala kang sweldo, may, may chance pa dyan na magtatanggal minsan ng tao. And you're, you're really taking a risk kasi iba talaga kapag established kasi nandun na lahat pero pagdating sa startup you're starting from scratch 
Siguro kung dumating ka man sa startup company na medyo mas established na, okay lang, swerte mo na yun. Kasi, di ba, may funding na sila, they have enough money to support you and stabilize the business. Pero karamihan ng startups, hindi ganun nagsisimula. So, pagtrabaho sa isang startup company, is this for people who have their own families na yung hindi pwedeng matenga, hindi pwedeng mawala ng sweldo ng ilang buwan para ba sa kanila to? O kaya pala karamihan ng mga nagtatrabaho sa startup, mga fresh grad, mga bata, 25 years old or 28 years old and below? Depende. Kung may family ka, pero you have other sources of income, yung tipong gagawin mo lang talaga to out of, again, the shared vision you have with the founder, okay lang. Actually, some people who are, you know, more experienced, may family na sinusupport, they think twice before they join a startup kasi nga, it's a risk. Kaya karamihan din, tama ka doon, karamihan ng mag-join sa startups, mga bata. Ako, nung nag-start ako sa startup, mag-ihan taon lang ako noon. Wala pa naman akong ganung karaming responsibility. So, okay lang. Tapos, tinry ko siya kasi gusto ko matuto. Wala pang, alam yon walang structure sa startup eh. So, alam ko yun. Inalam ko talaga yun before I joined, before I entered this world. Pero, one thing that really, you know, stood out is the learning. Alam ko, marami akong matututunan. So, pinasok ko yung mundo ng startup. Pero, yun nga, if hindi ka ready to take that kind of risk, mahawag muna kasi risky talaga. Kung breadwinner ka, na inaasahan ka ng mga kapatid mo, may pinag-aaral ka, nagbibigay ka ng ano, pera sa bahay, kahit sabi mong 25 years old and below ka, medyo risky pa rin eh, di ba? If you're joining a startup, lalo na kung umaasa yung pamilya mo sa'yo. Depende sa stage ha. I'm not discouraging people not to join any startup, pero depende sa stage. Kaya importante na mag kung meron kayong interview sa isang startup, it's important to ask as much questions as you want. It's important for you to study the field, understand, you know, yan yung mga funding series nila, kind of investments that they got the last few years or months, kind of product that they have, effective ba talaga doon, naniniwala ka pa doon sa produkto nila. It's important for you to know that kasi with any kind of risk naman, may talo, pero may mga nananalo. May mga pumapasok sa startup na talagang nag-boom. ba? Diba? Hindi mo hindi mo akalain na ganun kalaki. Ang laki ng return nun sa'yo. Kasi imagine the sense of pride of being a part of that team na nagpalaki ng company ng ganun kalaki. From an idea to an actual company. Hindi, hindi biro yun. So, again, kung kaya mong itake yung risk na yun, at nandun ka for the right reasons para matuto to solve a common problem with your founder, go, go for it. Basta, again, study the field, study the company. So, sa akin na kwento mo, Madam HR, a startup company is similar to an NGO. Naghahanap ka ng investor, funder, di ba? Tapos uh-huh. kailangan pareho kayo ng mission vision, di ba? Uh-huh. Parang ganun ng NGO eh. Non-government organization. Karamihan kasi ng startup na nagsisimula pa lang, syempre, kailangan nila ng malaking kapital. Oh, start with you know um, establishing kumare tech company their their tech infrastructure hindi hindi mura magpagawa ng app mahal lang developers they start with studies diba they have to hire data analysts and BIs yung mga ganyang talents mahal din yan so ang source mo ng panggastos usually is either your own capital savings mo or investment ng from family and friends or angel investors or kung malaki-laki na VCs. 
Pero, di ba, it starts there kasi wala ka pang naipapasok masyado kasi dinedevelop mo pa yung produkto. Siguro unti-unti, maglabas ka ng first version, ng beta mo ng product. Tinan mo kung magkiklik. Tapos may pumapasok na doon konti. Pero it's always not enough. Next nga, mag-scale ka ng mabilis. And the, the thing that can help you scale is technology. Automate, di ba? Automating things. Automate, automate, automate. Pero for you to be able to do that, mag-i-invest ka sa tech infrastructure which is expensive. Mm, tapos ito pa napansin ko Madam HR, yung mga nagtatrabaho sa startup companies, karamihan na hindi ko naman nilalahat, pero marami sa kanila English speaking, yayamanin. <laughs> si papa at si mama. Hindi ah. Oh, kasi makonyo, makonyo. Kasi kung yari ikaw parent ka, tapos nakita mo yung anak mo magtatrabaho sa isang small company na hindi kilala, tapos nalilate ang sweldo, medyo all around siya. Syempre mag-iisip ka, anak, wag ka na tumagal diyan. Pumunta ka na doon sa malaking company na may pirata sa'yo, di ba? So talagang dapat, when you work sa isang NGO, make sure na meron kang ibang pinagkakakitaan or hindi mo ganun ka problema yung pera, di ba? Pwede ba nating sabihin yung Madam HR? Siguro. Like, like I said, it's a risk. So mm. kung meron kang not related to pagiging konyo or statuses, pero di ba, kung yung family mo may capacity naman to support you and your lifestyle kahit sabihin mong hindi mag-work out yung career mo sa startup, okay ka lang. So sila yung madalas magta-take ng best sa startups kasi nga, sila yung may, medyo may question. Sila may sila, meron silang budget ng kahit papano. So ayan mga immortal ha, ito yung mga pros and cons when you're working sa isang startup company at yung mga tips namin, yung mga advice namin, payo namin kung magtatrabaho kayo para sa isang startup company. Madam HR, papilex, siksik na naman tong episode natin at kailangan na natin magpasalamat oh. sa kanila. No? Kasi nga, yung underpaid, tuloy-tuloy lang yung pagsuporta ng mga listeners natin. Please subscribe to our Spotify account sa Apple Podcast. I-rate nyo kami. Meron kaming Facebook and Instagram at The Underpaid Podcast and we're produced by Podcast Network Asia na nagsimula bilang isang startup, Madam HR, at ngayon, eh, napakalaki na sila yung number one na podcast network sa Pilipinas. At marami na rin nag-usbong ang mga iba't ibang podcast networks din eh. No? So, ganun. Pagka lumalaki, eh, magkakaroon kayo ng mga competitor yung may inspire na magkaroon din ng same startup company kagaya na sa ginagawa ninyo. Papistan, oh. masasabi ko lang sana all lumalaki. Oo. Oh, oh. Eh, syempre, yun naman, ang, yun naman ang pangarap natin sa lahat ng startup company. Para syempre, yung mga immortal na nagtatrabaho rin, hindi mawala ng trabaho. Okay? So, there you have it, mga immortal. Ha? Meron kami mga social media accounts. Hanapin nyo na lang kami. Madam HR Faye, at ako si Papi Lex, at Stanley Chi on all social media platforms. Hanapin nyo po ako. Meron ako YouTube youtube.com slash tanlichi at uh, tulungan nyo naman ako magkaroon ng 100,000 subscribers before the end of the year. Siyempre, kumu. Ilan na ba subscribers mo? Mga 4,000 plus. So, kita mo, dumadami na. Kasi, Ayan! Kasi dati, ano eh, mga 2,500 eh, eh, naging ano na eh, tumaas na. Nakikita ko may improvement. So, ayun, tulungan nyo ako. Malayo, malayo pa, marami pang ilang buwan pa yan. So, pwede pa nating dagdagan. Ayan, so there you have it, mga immortal. For the Underpaid Podcast, Madam HR, Papilex, I'm your host, Stan Lichi. Thanks for listening. At kita-kita tayo sa next episode. Bye! Ciao! And that's another episode of Underpaid with Stan Lichi. Hit that follow button to get updated with our new episodes. Follow us at our socials at the Underpaid Podcast. Kita-kits, mga immortal! 
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.